0: Welcome to the Click Millionaire Success Show with your host, Scott Fox. It's time for another educational and entertaining episode that can help you work less and live more with your own internet lifestyle business. Well, it's it's about time for Click Millionaires Video Office Hours. This is the free monthly strategy coaching session for entrepreneurs, for small business owners, for anyone who's interested in living the Click Millionaire lifestyle. It's time to talk about what's going on in your business and how I can help you. Well, if I can, I will. My name is Scott Fox. I'm the host of Click Millionaires Mastermind, a private coaching forum on the internet that's specifically designed to help folks like you figure out how to make it in this busy, busy online marketplace, and how to change your life, how to design your life, how to build a lifestyle business that can help you, well, get from here to there, get from, well, maybe not so much here to there. Maybe you don't want to commute anymore. Maybe you want to work from home like I do. I'm coming at you live from my office, my home office. I'm in Southern California, and I've been doing this for years, and I'd like to help you learn how to do it, too, if you're interested in that sort of thing. If you are and you're here, well, my guess is that you've read one of my books. i so maybe like these ones on the wall behind me: Quick Millionaires, Internet Riches, E-Riches 2.0. These are the sort of things. I've spent a lot of time in many years figuring out the secrets to finding success on the internet. And I've written hundreds of thousands of words in these books. I've posted hundreds of videos on YouTube. You can find me at youtube.com/slash ScottFox1, the number one, or over on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes. I've been podcasting since 2008 hundreds of episodes there, all designed to help you figure out what's next, what's next for you, how can you become a Click Millionaire too. Being a Click Millionaire isn't just about money, by the way, the millionaire part is cool, but it's really kind of, uh, well, it's kind of linked to to be honest, my publisher insisted that my first book, Internet Riches, uh, have this sort of get-rich-quick title, and turns out they were a little bit right. It helped sell a lot of books. (laughs) And I have made money. I am a millionaire. Uh, But my vision for you isn't necessarily about the money. It's more about living the life you want to live by using the tools of the Internet, the click, to live more like a millionaire. When I say like a millionaire, I mean the things that you wish you had more of that were only traditionally available to millionaires, things like doing work you enjoy or not working as much, (laughs) or not working all day every day to make somebody else rich, or maybe wearing what you want to wear, or uh, eating what you want to eat when you want to eat it instead of at 12.30 or 1 o'clock or 12 o'clock when everybody else in the office goes out to lunch at the same time. Uh, These schedule flexibility issues uh, are important, I think, but more importantly even than that is the creativity, the individual contribution, that I believe you have to offer the world, if only you had the time and the resources and the platform to reach the planet with what you have between your ears to share with others. That's the Click Millionaire's credo. We're trying to figure out what you have to offer because I'm convinced you do have something to offer. I think everybody does. And the amazing thing about the Internet is that it allows anybody to get out there and broadcast. Now, that can be a, a downside because, you yeah, everybody's broadcasting, (laughs) like me right now, right? Um, But it also means that you can find a niche audience, and that's really what the Click Millionaire's Lifestyle Business Exploration is about. It's what we talk about in my Masterminds forum all the time. How do you find a niche that speaks to your expertise and to your personal interest that will also get you paid. (laughs) So it does come back to the millionaire part. Even if it isn't a full-on million-dollar-a-year sort of business, it is a business that can help you live more like a millionaire by doing lots of clicking. And believe me, I do lots of clicking. In fact, those of you who are watching, this is probably the fifth or sixth keyboard I've gone through in the last few years. And you can see that the paint is worn right off a bunch of these letters, right? It's worn right off. And this is not my first keyboard. When you write books that are 100,000 words at a time and all the blog posts and forum contributions that I've done over the years, you spend a lot of time clicking. But at least for me, and maybe for you, I'd rather do that and get up early every morning, uh, shower, shave, get dressed a certain way, drive a certain route to the same office, work with the same people, doing stuff other people tell me to do, and hopefully get paid and not fired uh, or transferred out of the city or doing all the little daily compromises that beat you down into being uh a J-O-B, just over broke sort of job person. I think there's more than that in life, and I hope to help you find it. Anyway, okay, so I'm excited about that. I <laughs> hope you are too, and that's why we're here today. So today, what are we doing? Well, we've got a whole bunch of uh, questions from people all over the world who have written in to ask me uh, my advice on different things, and I appreciate uh, the questions. Um, these are folks uh, who have read my books, obviously, or listened to previous episodes of this. I do this every month, by the way. It's a free broadcast to try to help people get to the next level. So if you like this sort of thing, it's all sort of a um, free resource. I give the books, the profits from my books. I give that to charity. Um, I do a lot, as much as I can, to help other people because I think the Internet is a platform, like I said, for you to get farther on in your life. And they and they just don't teach this stuff in school. Even if they have lots of classes on entrepreneurship now, this is personal coaching. So I can help you personally. And, well, you know, everybody needs that now and then. And and if you're new to e-business especially, you probably need a mentor or a guide. So anyway, so I do these once a month. We do them every two weeks, actually, in the Click Millionaires Masterminds Forum. And if you'd like to come and join us there, it's only $39 a month, uh, which is dirt cheap for the kind of expertise that's available there. And you can go for a great free trial. Go to mastermindsforum.net. That's mastermindsforum.net. And I think that that would um, be a great little investment for you. Um, Not real expensive, quite honestly, compared to most of the uh, world of Internet uh, advice. (laughs) But if you'd like to join us there, I'd love to have you. And we'll help you as best we can because that's the sort of place that uh, I created specifically to help folks who need a little help. You don't have to be a Mark Zuckerberg or a Steve Jobs type genius to take over the Internet and make money. All right? The idea is to come in and you know, We'll help you with the little stuff, that's what we're going to do today, or the not-so-little stuff. Get on with this, talking about the stuff. But some of these are from our Masterminds forum members, even, which is great to see those folks. They just want more, and um, that's that's how it works. Right? Once you get fired up about an internet business, you've got lots of questions, so let's get to it. Now, um, we're going to start Well, where should we start? Let me give you a preview, okay? Preview. We've got a question about creating successful webinars. How do you do that? What kind of tools do you use? How do you market it? How do you create an ebook for sale online or to give it away, or is that a good idea to give things away? We've got a question about disclaimers It's a little legal detail that a lot of people run into pretty quickly. How about um uh marketing ebooks that's a different another question okay We've got a website to look at from one of our viewers um and it's an arts website that should be fun to look at together so um We'll do that in a couple of minutes. And uh, oh, how to handle feeling overwhelmed? That's a common problem for all of us entrepreneurs. I've got some good thoughts about that. And then uh, oh, some self-help book questions. And I always close the show with a inspiring quote that hopefully will get you moving in the right direction as well. So if any of that sounds good to you, I hope you will stick around and let's get going with that first question. Or the other thing, I guess, let's just quickly let's see if anybody's posted anything new over on the event page. Um, since I got started here, and if you are listening live, and I can see a bunch of you are listening or watching, you can post questions, and I'll try to catch them or you look over at the event page on Google+. Plus, and you can search for Click Millionaires or Scott Fox, and uh, it's really the it's titled uh, The Free Small Business and Entrepreneur Coaching Hangout Number 38. <laughs> so if you want to come over there and uh, check in, that would be great. I can see that we've got uh, Barry and Laura and Sergio and Daniel and... Um, Chico, and uh, Lori, and Wilmer, and Simbarashe, and Shanithi, and Kuiha, and Tiffany, and Francis, Tilda, Byron, and many more folks checking in, and I hope that you're going to enjoy this. On with the show. So our first question today is about uh, creating a successful webinar, creating a successful webinar. How do you create a successful webinar? I would go... um, to the masterminds forum, and you'll see this spelled out in more detail. Masterminds member Stephen, is, he's the author of a book about uh, uh, finding money for college. So he wants to create a webinar. Let's give Stephen a little plug. plug if anybody's looking to make um, to find some money for their college education, Stephen's written a book called Winning the Money Game in College, Winning the Money Game in College by Stephen Roberts. So he's thinking about holding a webinar, and he wants to know what I thought about how the best ways were to do that and whether that was a good idea. So let's talk about that, Stephen. I think, um, well, let me give you the specifics. He was thinking uh, the steps would be to create a forum on his website to have interested persons register, and then the day before uh, email the people who signed up with contact information so that they could be given the time of the webinar, and then host a one-hour webinar and uh, do three of them. One hour on the, uh, the first two days would be instructional, and the last day would be questions and answers. And he would collect questions through his Facebook page. So what do I think of that? Well, I think that's a, a good uh, good strategy, Stephen. I really do. Uh, and in fact, this is exactly, I think it's such a good strategy, it's exactly the strategy I've used myself when I have uh, run webinars uh, here and there over the years and um, tried to uh, do the same thing you're doing, to promote my books or to promote different services that I offer online. So I agree completely. Uh, series on a predetermined date, is a, uh, pre-announced date is a good idea. Uh, having the first couple be instructional, And then the third one as Q&A wrap-up is good. Webinars are a little more interesting and lively if you allow people to ask the questions during the program, of course, so I would consider that as well. Uh, The big concern I have is that you're going to do it in just a week, and I think you need to allow a little more time for promotion. Uh, Later in your question, which I don't need to go through all the details for our listeners today, you're looking for a platform that would host 1,000 to 5,000 people, well, Honestly, I think that's pretty optimistic. From what I understand, you don't even have an email list. So uh, I know your information is good. I'm sure that people are interested. But to get 5,000 people to show up, or even 1,000, is pretty um, a pretty good achievement for someone who's never done a webinar before and who doesn't have an email list. So I would give it a little more lead time to promote it. Uh, I would promote it a lot of different ways. I would go and find blogs that cover this topic. I would find forums that cover this topic. I would participate in those forums, offer guest posts, The blogs. I would get on Twitter and find the hashtags that are talking about college scholarships and uh, student loans and things like that. I would go on Facebook. You're obviously on Facebook already. Uh, Make friends around there, spread the word around, and drive traffic toward your uh, webinar. I think a webinar can be a great way to build an email list. So it's a bit of a chicken and egg here. How are you going to build an email list? Uh, You probably want to give something away. Oh, you could give away the webinar but you don't have email lists to do that yet, so it's going to take a little bit back and forth, but we can talk about that more sincere masterminds forum member. We can go through that in some more detail. The technical point uh, I wanted to share with you is that I've had really good luck, and this is a good tip for anybody who's thinking about webinars. There's a service called freeconferencecall.com. It's just what it sounds like. It's free conference calls. They host up to 1,000 people, and it records, uh, and you can do a conference call for free, and um, it's it's pretty basic. It's just a, a big call-in party line sort of thing, right? But if you're looking simply to broadcast and then have a recording automatically made, it's an excellent service and it costs my favorite price, the big zero. <laughs> so I would check that out. Um, the uh, other options, of course, are more broadcasty. You can use go to webinar.com for example, which is a paid service but very sophisticated. And that way you can do screen sharing and stuff as well you can actually use the service I'm using right now for our video feed, which is Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts, as you can see, has a lot of video available also, and you can take questions and answers through their online service as well. Um, it's a little harder uh, in both of those cases, um, freeconferencecall.com and uh, Google+, to manage an email sign-up and registration, and especially if you ever want to do paid webinars. Those don't work so well with the free services. GoToWebinar.com go to and many other services online can help you set up a paid registrations or at least the email list building and uh, contact collection. So I hope that's helpful. Um, I think that a webinar is a great idea, and I think you're off to a good start there, student. And if you'd like to talk about it more because you're a Masterminds member, come on over to uh, mastermindsforum.net, and it would be great to uh, talk about this more as much as you'd like. All right, so that's our first question. Hooray, go team. Uh, let's see here. Now, see, uh, I'm going to change, uh, for those of you watching, I need to change the URL that we are promoting there in the... network that work? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just changing the uh, on-screen ticker I've got for... There we go. I uh, just put up the URL for those of you who are interested in the Masterminds Forum. The uh, Click Millionaire's Masterminds Forum is open. It's only $39 a month. There is a free trial, and you can get URL that's on the screen, mastermindsforum.net. That's a good way to come in sideways so that you get a good free trial deal instead of coming in right in the front door and having to pay full price right away. As usual, Click Millionaires trying to save you money. All right, our next question, uh, we're going along here. We've got a bunch of people watching and listening. Like I said, if you are interested in um, having a uh, question of your own answered, I do have, I've managed today to accomplish the amazing thing of having both the uh, video window open on Google Hangouts, the podcast window open through Blog Talk Radio. That's the earpiece. People often ask me, why am I wearing this earpiece? Because we're simulcasting on, uh, as a podcast on blogtalkradio.com, and that will feed to iTunes as well. But I also have the, for once, I have the events window open correctly, I believe, over on Google+. So if you have a question in real time, you can do that. Of course, you can also do that by joining the video feed and clicking the blue uh, button up there. There. (laughs) Right up there, if you roll your mouse over, a little blue icon pops out. And that will pop out a video window, uh, sorry, a chat window over there, and you can ask me questions live there as well. All right, our next question, moving along, because this is a Q&A show. Jeffrey writes in. Jeffrey says, Scott, hey, Scott, I have a question regarding disclaimers. Should every company that does business online have a disclaimer of some type to protect themselves? I guess my main concern is since my product involves physical activity, uh, fitness drills, I'm not sure how to go about setting up a disclaimer. What would be a great example of a disclaimer for a product or service? Please let me know your thoughts. Best, Jeff. Great, Jeff. Well, that's a good question, and it is a good one for all new entrepreneurs to think about. And disclaimers are unfortunately a part of our life because lawyers are a part of our life. (laughs) So you need disclaimers to help protect yourself. Now, I don't know of a situation yet of case uh, law or precedent where a website disclaimer has been thoroughly tested in the court. Right now, it probably has happened. I'm just not aware of it. But it can't hurt you. To put up some language on your website, uh, down in the footer, usually, uh, also in your privacy policy, uh, that basically says, "Hey, you're welcome to use this, but if anything goes wrong, it's your fault, not mine." And it can't hurt. Some qualifications and clarifications on that. Um, there are two types of disclaimers, I think, Jeffrey, and you're kind of mixing them. So let me let me talk to the two types. One is the use of the website itself, now that is, uh, there's not a lot of risk there. Somebody comes on your website and clicks around, but usually buried in the legal legalese, um, in the privacy policy, or more likely in the terms of service of most websites, there will be something that says basically, you're using this website at your own risk, and if anything happens, it's your fault, not ours. You indemnify us against any difficulties that you have, et cetera, et cetera. The biggest risk there usually is something more along the lines of hacking, right? Like if your site got infected with some sort of trojan or virus or something, but that would get passed to customers and then they would get mad at you because their computers or their data got messed up. That that's kind of boilerplate situation these days, so that's one kind of disclaimer, and I do recommend having it. It certainly can't hurt. It's probably not so important though that you want to put it in great big letters at the bottom of every page, right? Because that distracts people and scares them. They don't want to do business with you if it looks too scary. The other kind of disclaimer is probably even more important, especially for a business like yours, Jeff, and for maybe many of you who are watching, which involves you're actually selling something, a physical product, or you're uh, recommending, in your case, Jeffrey, it's a fitness website, you're recommending training routines and things like that that imply real-world activities. That is a different kind of liability than there is for just using your website, right? This is like, oh, people are about to do this in the real world, and, hey, you said to do 10 pull-ups, and I broke my back, I'm suing you. Or, hey, I bought your product, and it came, and I sat on it, and it broke, and I and I broke my neck, I'm suing you. Those kind of product liability or advice liability issues are, I would say, more substantive, more real. And I do recommend you have a, a disclaimer on your website. Why not? Again, okay? But these are probably more significant, especially if you're recommending specific physical activity, Jeffrey, um that you have that on the bottom of your home page and maybe every page, at least in small print. Not, don't hide it because if it's invisible, then it doesn't count, right? It's got to be visible. Uh, but at some level, you do want to have that disclaimer. Even doctors have that, right? People who spend years in medical school and are real specialists in different situations will always have that disclaimer for the same reason because they don't want the liability of someone taking their advice and having things go badly. So, yes, I would include a disclaimer. I recommend that to anybody who's uh, one of my uh, coaching clients or anybody reading my books or anything. A disclaimer is a good idea. So, what would be, Jeff goes on to say, what would be a great example of a disclaimer for a product or service? Well, that's actually easier than you think. But I can't personalize it for you. You'll have to personalize it for yourself. But you know what the Internet is? The internet's a huge copying machine. (laughs) So, what I would do... I'm not recommending copyright infringement, but I am recommending to go look at several competitors' websites. And not necessarily just in your niche, but other people that do things like yours in other industries. And go and look at what their disclaimers say, because odds are a couple of them were written by real lawyers. And I would take three or five of those, put them all in the document, and then kind of squish them together. They'll be very repetitive, but you can find a couple different pieces of each. So, yeah, I didn't say that, so I'll add that piece, and that's repetitive, so I'll cut that and then customize it for your specific area. In Jeffrey's case, it's soccer training, right? So you could customize it specifically for things that you might see around the game of soccer or soccer training drills. If there's a bunch of specific language in there about uh, deep sea fishing or skydiving, obviously you take that out, right? But customize it to your situation. Borrowing the work of several other websites, and you can probably get in a pretty good place pretty quickly. Then, of course, if you really want to do it right, you could ask an attorney to review that, but the bottom line is to you want something that just says to users, hey, if this is something you think is good enough to use, it's on you, and I'm providing this magic phrase in the law is as it is. This information is as it is, and you can take it or leave it, uh, and, of course, I hope to take it, but if it goes wrong, it's on you, brother. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey, I hope that's oh, Good question. Jeffrey's been a Masterminds member now for a couple months, And um, I guess it's been very cool to see him go from um, basically nothing to something, right? He's got a website now, and he's thinking about these liability issues. Uh, He's thinking through the whole thing. We've talked about design. We've talked about email marketing. We've talked about uh, launching the site and so forth. And he's getting down to the nitty-gritty here in a very orderly fashion. And that's uh, good job, Jeffrey. And uh, if you're the kind of person that would appreciate that kind of help, mastermindsforum.net will uh, give you a great overview and a free trial of our private online coaching forum. Okay, let's go on to our next one. We've got a couple questions here about e-books. e-books. So we've got questions. Let me just uh, see if anybody over here popped up lately. I don't want to miss anything. Welcome to Gwen and Todd and I'll see a bunch of you guys today. Gwen and Todd and Asim and Patrick <laughs> and Simbarashe. Great, nice to see you all. I hope you're enjoying the show. All right, so let's see. I've got two here about ebooks, two sets of things. And let's see what uh, if we can merge these together in one. Um, no, <laughs> there are two different parts of the same process. All right, so let's start with Oakley. Oakley wrote in and said, How to create an ebook? He said that I'm planning on writing an ebook I'll give out for free. I'm going to use it to drive traffic to my email list. How should I go about this? Any platforms or anything? What's the best way to write an ebook? Any help is appreciated, Scott. Thanks, Oakley. All right. Well, um, typically these days, as I think you know, Oakley and everybody else watching, people often use ebooks as a uh, what they call an ethical bribe. It's something you give away for free to get people to sign up for your email list, basically. And that's what Oakley is trying uh, talking about doing here. So I uh, I agree with that uh, idea, Oakley. I think you'll do well with that, and um, I would keep heading down that road. More specifically, Oakley said asking about platforms. There's a couple different ways to create an ebook, book many different ways these days. There's the fancy way and there's the easy way. Um and then there's Kindle, which is kind of in between. <laughs> so, the easy way is you open a uh, Microsoft Word or a document in um uh, Google uh Google Docs or something and, and you type up a document and you save it as a PDF. Voilà. You have a ebook. That is readable on most devices because it's in the Adobe uh, portable document format PDF, and that counts as an ebook, pretty straightforward. And you can do a lot of formatting because you're using Word or something like that and make it look nice. The Kindle platform, obviously huge these days, another thing of its own. That's a separate process, also highly recommended, but specific to Amazon's own Kindle platform. The third category, i say, is the kind of the other category, where if you're going for sort of a wow factor or something that's cool and animated, where, you you know, you open the book and you flip and the pages kind of animate nicely and maybe there's lots of pictures that kind of go pow out across the screen, you know, that kind of thing, um, which is a totally valid approach also. um, That's another um, decision, and there are many, many competing formats for that sort of thing. So I'm not going to go into that. My recommendation is... Keep it simple. I do recommend and still do myself publish ebooks simply as PDFs. Uh, I write them in Microsoft Word because it allows a lot of formatting capability. Sometimes I have a designer actually touch it up um, so the design looks cool. Uh, and then I save it as a PDF. And you can have an ebook created in um, a matter of hours, uh, assuming you've already written the, the text, I mean. Um, you can format it and get it out there very quickly as opposed to doing a full Kindle conversion or especially the third category of real fancy animated footboard magazine style animated stuff uh, which you will have to probably give out to a specialist and spend a bunch of money on. So I recommend the, the first quick version at least until you see if anybody cares. <laughs> That's the problem, right? You may love the topic and you may be totally convinced that people are going to buy it but you may be wrong. And I'd rather not see you spend days, weeks, months, and, and hundreds or thousands of dollars making this thing beautiful and then finding out that you can't sell any. So getting out there with an ebook that's simply a PDF is fast. Uh, and if you can sell five or 10 of them, then you're validated, right? This is the minimum viable product approach you might have heard about. Do the minimum and just see this isn't like the old days where you would have had to print up 10,000 copies of your book and then ship them all over the country and then hope they sell, depending on where the booksellers uh, displayed them in the store, right? This is this is quick. You've got an email list, you've got a website, put the ebook PDF on the website, send out an email, hey, here it is, five bucks, ten bucks, free, whatever you know, whatever works for you, and that pricing can really um, affect the demand, obviously. But finding out if there's any demand at all. Is really a key thing because that can save you tons and tons of time, okay? And expense. All right, so that's my recommendation on how to create an ebook. Now let's take Daniel's question. Daniel is a uh, another one of our members, and Daniel has wrote written in and said, "Hello Scott, it's a pleasure to be with you on another Click Millionaires podcast. Thank you for your time. You're welcome, Daniel. I'm curious to know if you agree with my strategy for ebook sales. I'm assuming that I can write a book." that is quality, adds value for the reader, and has a good book cover. Oh, thank thanks Daniel. That's the thing I forgot to mention for Oakley. A lot of people get really caught up, understandably, on the content of their e-book. And, of course, that's what people are ultimately going to value it for. But you need to have a good cover. A good cover is critical. And the cover art, you know, this is true of real books, too. This is not just an e-book thing. Like, if you look at my books... Um, you know, these are very attractive, highly designed, look at that, you know? It's just cool, very aspirational, um y sort of covers. Uh and this pulls people in, right? There's a there's a second book, right? There's gold foil they even use, this beautiful house, you know, the palm trees, all that. I mean the cover is the key. Um and uh actually here's a fun one too. Look, this is the Russian version of Click Millionaires. <laughs> so fun. Sort of a cartoon style. Um and uh, let's see. While well, I'm at it, there's a Japanese one, right? I don't know what it says, but I think it says Quick Millionaire. <laughs> but the point is, those covers need to grab your eye, and it's just as true in the ebook world as it is. In- so I would invest some money. Don't try to do this yourself in Microsoft Word as you do in the body of the book. Go and spend a few dollars. Um, CheapLogoInfo.com is our affiliate link for my favorite designer, CheapLogoInfo.com, and they'll do you one for I think 29 bucks. There's many, many sites. You can go on Fiverr.com and maybe get some basic even for $5. But that book cover is critical to your sales. Perhaps, I hate to say it, perhaps more important than the content. Okay. So thank you, Daniel, for reminding us about that. Okay. So Daniel, here's his plan. He's going to have two books. Uh, the first one is a novella, meaning a shorter, a shorter novel-style fiction. With uh, So there will be the novella, and then three chapters of the second book are at the end of the novella. And then you'll also have links. And so the first book is free, designed to promote the second book. The first book has links to the second book in it and three chapters at the end to lead people into the paid one also. But create the two books like that, one free, that upsell it to the paid one. Post the free book one somewhere that's getting a lot of traffic like Amazon or iBooks, um, and then rack up the sales. Yes, that, I think that makes sense. Uh, that's the way things are done these days uh they call it a uh, free or a loss leader. Uh you want to get your stuff out there, so maybe that means that um you give away the first one for free, uh not a traditional sort of um uh you know publishers uh desire. <laughs> they don't necessarily want to um give away stuff for free, but but you do because you've got a, a very high profit margin on ebooks, so I would recommend uh, exactly what you're suggesting. I think that is a good plan. Uh have the novella the shorter version promote the longer version. Um, a couple other thoughts though occurred to me to try to be helpful because I want to give you more than just a yes. I think that um, the book trailer is a piece that's often overlooked. And um, if you haven't thought about that yet, as important as the book cover is, and it is, um, right after that these days is a video of some sort that will promote the book. Uh, Again, good visuals, hopefully some content, adds some value, et cetera, et cetera, all the things that would make people want to watch it and share it because video is huge these days. I don't need to tell you that, right? Video is huge, and uh, YouTube is a massive, massive marketplace. And if you can get attention on YouTube for your work, that's great for your book sales as well. So I would consider a book trailer. And there are people that create book trailers. You'll need a good graphic first and maybe some ideas, but there are plenty of people out there Uh, Again, if you were to go to fiverr.com or elance.com, something like that, you could find folks that would produce a book trailer for you. And another thought I just had was a podcast. Since you are an author and you've got a book, there are a lot of podcasts and blogs too, of course, that like to interview authors. There are a lot of people interested in the creative process, and you could find uh, podcasts that um, cover your genre, and they might be interested in interviewing you. So that's a nice way to market and also make friends as well. Um, and a good resource for that, of course, is uh, radioguestlist.com, radioguestlist.com. It's the number one podcast and a radio booking site on the Internet. So if you're looking for publicity interviews, radioguestlist.com can be a great resource for you there. All right, and that's one of my sites, obviously. All right, so if you're just tuning in, we're about halfway through already. I'm Scott Fox, and you're listening to the Click Millionaire's Video Office Hours. Uh, Small Business Entrepreneur Coaching Success Hour or something like that. (laughs) I'm here today again to try to help you figure out what you want to do online and how you can get past some of the obstacles that are stopping you. If this kind of uh, advice is helpful to you, come and join us. Uh, I've got the friendliest private coaching forum on the Internet. It's open to anybody. You don't even have to have a website. Um, But of course, if you do, we've got plenty of suggestions for you there too. It's me and a whole team of people from all over the world a great community of people who would be happy to help you move forward, become a lifestyle business entrepreneur as well. A good free trial link for that is mastermindsforum.net, mastermindsforum.net. Okay, let's move on to the second half of the show here. I promised you we were going to look at a website, and um, I think it's time to do that. And um, the, uh, let's see, I'll do this off screen here for a second. And... This is the website of uh, Kuiha Hamza. I'm sorry. I'm probably butchering your name there, my friend, Kuiha. Uh, but uh, he wanted us to look at Gorilla Arts Africa. Gorilla Arts Africa. Um, and um, guerrillaartsafrica.com. So everybody go to guerrillaartsafrica.com if you want um, art uh, goods from Africa. Okay, so good news and bad news, Kuiha uh the bad news I'll give you the bad news first the bad news is I tried to go to your website earlier today when you posted in the forum in the, on the Google Plus page with your URL I got really scary security warnings the security certificate on your website is expired and I tried both in Chrome and in Firefox with different sets of security settings in each and all of them said don't go <laughs> and I'm a pretty sophisticated internet user so I uh, I often disregard things because I know that they're kind of babying me, you know. But this is in two browsers uh, with different settings, and both were like, just stay away. So I didn't go. And I apologize for that. But um, the good news for you is now you know that <laughs> your sales have disappeared lately. Uh, I would guess that uh, your security certificate expired in the last month or so, and um, you need to get that fixed or you're going to get no sales. Because um, if somebody like me who knows their way around is scared away, then obviously the less sophisticated users are, are not going to go at all, ever. So, And you usually only have one chance to catch a customer. Now, the other good news is actually bigger, and this is going to be a surprise to you, I guess, because I know your website. Because you posted two months ago, you posted in our Hangout and asked me to review it, and I did so there is a review already that I already did of GorillaArtsAfrica.com, but it was back in, let's see, this is June, it was in April. And the April version of the show, for some reason, didn't record on video. So it's not on YouTube, and it didn't show up for a lot of you even on Google+. And I apologize for that. The, the Internet gods just were not smiling on us that day. Um, so there's no video version of that. But there is an audio version. So, Quija, if you would like to hear my review of your website... Uh, from April, (laughs) you can do that. Head on over to uh, blogtalkradio.com or itunes.com and find the episode from April 15th. It was titled Free Lifestyle Business Coaching Hour, April 15th. And the discussion of your website is about half an hour in. I went and checked it a couple hours ago myself when I was prepping for this session. And it is there. And I talk about your site for 10 or 15 minutes and give you all kinds of brilliant ideas. hopefully, revolutionize your business, all right? Bad news, you've got to fix that security certificate. Good news, you still got a website review, and that's over at uh, the April 15th edition of this show, which you can find on iTunes or at ClickMillionairesRadio.com. All right, so I hope that's helpful for you, Kuiar. Probably not what you expected. Uh, speaking of that, if anybody is interested in website reviews, uh, I'm not going to demonstrate one today because we didn't have any other submissions, um, but um, expertwebsitereviews.com is my service where i review websites for people expertwebsitereviews.com and i'll go through your site in depth i'll uh, do a video of me personally mousing around clicking making suggestions on everything from uh logo design usability search engine optimization uh product presentation email list building all that stuff in one wham bam 20 minute session um and uh, uh nobody's ever ask for the money back, usually people are just thrilled with the insight because it's really hard to judge your own website, and I've done hundreds of these. Uh, if you'd like to see samples, go over to expertwebsitereviews.com and check it out. All right? Oh, but you could get one for free, actually. Uh, they're $129, I think, these days. did. You can get one for free if you try the Masterminds Forum, mastermindsforum.net. All right, so we got a live question here. Evelyn checked in uh, over on the Google Plus page. Hi, Evelyn. Nice to meet you. She says, great hangout. Well, thank you. I'm going to go and click the plus one on that comment. She says, do you have any ideas or sources on how to produce a web-friendly demo about how a business works? Huh, that's an interesting question, Evelyn. Um, a web-friendly demo about how a business works. Well, I don't know what kind of business you're talking about, Evelyn. So if you'd like to pursue this in more depth, uh The obvious answer is to join our masterminds forum, and we can go through it in detail personally. But for the purposes of the show today, um, a web-friendly demo about how a business works, to me, that would be a video. And a video would be an easy thing to create. It's actually easier than ever if you do a screen capture. So if your business is – like if you're a farmer and you want to uh, show how you uh, harvest your corn or something – then I would suggest getting a camera crew and going out in the field you know, and, and filming the whole thing um, and creating a video. Uh, but online, it's even easier because if you have a website or even a website that uh, is for a physical product business, you can show people around the website, you can do a screen capture. So screen capture video is um, exactly what it sounds like. It's a recording device that will film what's going on on your screen. Uh, the system I use is called Snagit. Snagit, spelled just like it sounds, S-N-A-G-I-T. Snagit is a great tool that you can easily create uh, screen captures. There are free versions of um, screen capture tools. I want to say Jing, J-I-N-G. I don't know if that's one's still around, but um, uh, there's another one called uh, Debut. Uh, you can Google for screen capture, video screen capture software, and you'll get a lot of them to choose from. But I personally recommend uh, Snagit and use it myself all the time. Uh, to capture things, in order to do precisely what you're asking about, which is um, to demonstrate things uh, on the internet that I want other people to see. So, for example, if you wanted to, oh, uh, if you want to join the, the Masterminds Forum, you go over to uh, MastermindsForum.net, and there's a video there. There's a video that's partially me speaking, and then partially a screencast of that shows me mousing around, demonstrating the different parts of the forum. If that's the kind of thing you're talking about, then I think Snagit would be a great resource for you. Or there's free ones probably also. They probably even I've been using it for years, but I think they even have a 30 day free trial um or something like that, so you could get off really cheaply just to make sure it was working. All right, I hope that's helpful to you. Um and um and you know, I just thought of another one, I just kind of invented this in my head. You could do what I'm doing right now. You could do a Google Hangout, but do a screen share. I um there's this here, I'll just show you real quick, for example. Um, here, watch. I'm going to share this with you. Bang. See, now you're seeing the event page here. If this was your website, then you could say, you know, this is what we do over here, and here's how you click here, blah, 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 and this is recording right now to my YouTube channel, and uh, that creates a video also. That's an easy way to create a video of your um, website in action. That's free. All right, so there we go. all right, um, we're about 40 minutes in. So a bunch of you are going to lose me in a couple minutes here if because you're listening to the podcast. The audio-only podcast version of this runs about 45 minutes. And uh, if you do lose us, uh, that's a sad thing, of course, but we hope that you'll come back next month at the same time and same station and that you will, in the meantime, come over to mastermindsforum.net and take a free trial of the forum. And to come in and get acquainted on a more personal basis, I'd be happy to help you myself. So if it gets cut off in a minute, you'll know why. Video, folks, stay with me. We're still going. We've got a few more questions here, and we're going to wrap up with a great quote that I think will help you uh, get on farther and faster in your life. Let's see. So this is a question from Jeffrey. Jeffrey says, when it comes to building a business, how do you handle the situation when you feel overwhelmed? Overwhelmed, yes. It always seems like there aren't enough hours in the day to accomplish tasks that I've set myself. Um, what are some steps that you take when you feel this way? Jeffrey, that's I've been there, man. I've been there as recently as this morning. <laughs> Being overwhelmed is kind of a constant state of affairs for entrepreneurs. Because I think entrepreneurs are people who see possibility. And we want, you know, we can see, we're visionary, we you know, we can dream it and we want it to happen. And we can see all that potential, but all the steps that it takes to get from here to there can be really frustrating and overwhelming, to use your word. So I agree with you. I empathize, uh, and I'm sure anybody listening to this would also. So first of all, know that you're not alone. <laughs> Misery loves company is another way to say that. Uh, luckily, you're a member of our masterminds forum. So a community of supportive people is a great way to help um, to help find support. You know, it's just not an easy thing to be an entrepreneur. Um and um if you'd like more you know support about that, let's talk about it specifically in the masterminds form. We can work through this together. But for today, let's talk about some some techniques that I use. Um, one is a list, of course, you know, to break things into lists, and I could show you, I don't even print them out anymore. My to-do lists are so long, I they're literally like eighty pages of ideas. Bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. Because I run a whole bunch of different websites and they've been going on for years and, and that's easy to get overwhelmed with. So every day I break it out and I try to figure out what are the things I'm going to do today and prioritize those. Prioritization is the key to this. I would think in terms of discrete steps. Take each step as though you're building a sandcastle. Every grain of sand may not seem much like by itself, but with every grain of sand, you're getting closer to building the sandcastle that you can see in your mind, right? You've got this vision of what your business could be and how it's going to make you money and how it can help other people, and that takes a lot of grains of sand or a bunch of bricks, you know whatever, or a bunch of steps, whatever the analogy is that you want to want to use. So those grains of sand do add up, but you have to have the discipline to keep going. so every day I have a list, and I try to make uh whatever works for you, at least one of them, at least five of them, you know some some amount of progress every day. And um, this doesn't have to be seven days a week, you know, but every day that you're going to spend time, make sure you make progress. It's easy to do a lot of fake progress. Well, actually, one of my most popular videos on YouTube is you go search for this. Go search for fake progress on YouTube. And I did this a couple years ago. Because fake progress can just des- destroy you. It will derail your business, destroy your motivation. Because fake progress is stuff like checking out Facebook, uh, playing on Twitter, researching stuff even reading books, even reading books like mine. You've got to stop and you got to move forward. So fake progress is crap. You've got to make real progress. And for me, I make a list, I make sure I do at least a few things every day that are concrete steps forward that are based on the priorities. And the priorities, here's the mantra that I use, what will have the greatest impact to make the most money in the least amount of time with the least amount of work? <laughs> Does that make sense? have the greatest impact to make the most money to make with the least amount of time and the least amount of work. In other words, how can you move, what has the greatest leverage for you to move forward and help people so that they pay you with as little work as possible? That's the, really the, the trick here. So if you can prioritize